1: with your host Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta.
2: Hi everyone and thank you for joining me today. So today is all about channeling and for some of you this may be a new concept. If you have any questions please uh, press the email button and send me your queries. Uh, no no question is uh, silly and I'll try to get to them all. So Right, right away, I can feel uh, spirit with me as I'm talking about channeling. Channeling is channeling is very close to my heart. It's something that I love to do, and I can just feel that uh, that quickness that's happening um, in my heart, in my breath. They're excited to be here too. So, as always, I ask them to help me be a clear channel for their words. And as I speak today, I know that they will be reaching through me to to reach you. And that's basically what we do when we channel. Uh, we are, in essence, uh, the go-between through spirit and the person here. And oftentimes there uh, is more than one recipient to the channeled message. So definitely a purpose to channeling. Um, so some of you who maybe your mediums or you're just interested in the subject, you're asking yourself, well, why channel? Uh, Well, if if you're already working uh, with spirit, it will improve your mediumship. It will improve your hands-on healing. Maybe you get intuitive messages while you do that. Uh, your card reading, however you work with spirit, learning to channel will improve those modalities as well. And why? Why does it improve those modalities? Because it trains you to let them take center stage, to allow them to flow through you unimpeded. This is really the goal of channeling, is the balance between Uh, using your consciousness and your physical body uh, to speak or write the message uh, as clear as possible. And this is what we strive to do as good channels, is to unimpede the flow, to allow it to come through as accurate and clear as possible. So... This is how you become really good with channel, um, is to allow the spirit to flow through you. And like any other skill working with spirit, everybody can do it. But it takes practice, just like uh, mediumship and hands-on healing and all the other ways that you work with spirit. So you need to give it time. Uh, You need to have patience. And it does help you develop those uh, qualities of spirit. Uh, So you need to sit and practice receiving spirit. Whether it is healing energy or receiving information in meditation, this is a good way to practice non-interference is to just sit and ask uh, the channeled energies to come near you and just practice receiving their energy. Uh, receiving their thoughts and don't speak at the beginning just learn to blend with their energy this is uh, much of the learning curve at the beginning is learning how to sit and blend with their energy definitely it takes perseverance don't give up too quickly remember this is a journey and enjoy it Uh, You don't want to jump too quickly, you want to experience it. What is it like to go from not knowing anything about channeling to becoming a full channel? It was a beautiful journey and it just takes perseverance and practice, that's it, and and you just have to really want to do it. I've seen such remarkable success in my channeling circles. Uh, some people have been successful in just a few weeks. So that, you know, what is the right timing for you uh, is for you. And for me, it took me a while because I had to learn what is it like to go from, uh, you know, not knowing anything about channeling to becoming, um, you know, a good channel. And it took time for me. I had to understand the process so that I could teach others. So channeling is Uh, one-way communication with spirit. So in channeling, you are not asking spirit questions in your mind. You are sitting and clearing out any of your own thoughts to receive theirs. So this is different from mediumship, which is a two-way communication. Even in intuitive healing, we are communicating and asking questions with spirit. So it's important that you have a meditation practice and know what it is. To sit still, definitely. If you're already meditating, or already working with spirit in some way, uh, you will find channeling uh, a different type of energy, definitely. But it may come more easier to you because you you already know what it's like to sit. So definitely, meditation, I feel, is the foundation work for all practices. And it doesn't have to be a difficult thing. If you are new to the program, please go back and listen to some of the podcasts at the beginning uh, of the episodes where I talk about meditation practice. Because this really is the foundation of the work. It is very difficult to jump from never meditating before into channeling. um, Because you need to know uh, what that energy feels like to be with spirit. Uh, That really helps you to know what you need to do to get into that kind of energy. So are you relaxed enough, that type of thing. So one way uh, that I do to clear my mind, when I'm about to channel is I focus on one thing. So let's say I've been I've had a really busy day and there's lots of stuff going on in my head and I'm trying to just calm myself down to get into to channel. Uh so what I do is I'll focus on my breath for three times. So I'll focus on breathing in and then I'm breathing out and then I'm breathing in and then I'm breathing out. And I do that three times and I just focus on that Because then I know that's all I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about breathing in and breathing out. And so then I let that go and I notice the next thought that is coming in. And when we start to channel, we're looking for that word to speak. So that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that word to be given to me. So while we're waiting for that to happen, we can clear our mind And we can do a practice like that, which is focus on something. Some people uh, will play uh, music and they'll focus on that just to calm themselves down. And I would advise you to listen to music that does not go up and down, that isn't telling a story, something that's very monotone. And my favorite CD is called Be Still. Uh, I don't have the artist with me at the moment, but that's a really good one. And really all it is is uh, ohm over and over again. And it doesn't influence your channel at all because it's not picking up speed. It's not losing speed. It's just uh, something to focus your mind on. And oftentimes I'll play that very low in the background. So at first, channeling is a bit of a battle with the self, you're used to thinking about your words before you say them, and you do this even in, in mediumship to a certain extent. You're trying to formulate the thought. You're trying to interpret the message as it's coming in. In channeling, uh, this is not the way it is. You don't think about what you're saying, and you don't rearrange the words to make sense of what you're saying. You trust that the word or the words that are coming in, and usually they come in as thought, is what you should say. So it truly is a journey of trust. Uh, trust that you don't need to be in control of this. That spirit has has your back. So at first you may ask, but who am I connected to? And that's a really valid question, and it's important. But the answer may not come as quickly as you would like. Uh, Sometimes in my channeling circle, I will connect in to see see who the students are are connected to, who they are channeling. Sometimes I get an answer and sometimes I don't. Uh, For me, it has been a process to get to know the council who I channel. I channel your pre-birth council. They didn't reveal who they were at first. I got to know them through their channels over time. So I was hesitant to channel them at first. I wanted only to channel higher light beings. And I was very um, concerned about that. So I didn't want to give voice to just anybody in spirit. I wanted to be higher light beings. So I really encourage you to start your channel uh, with a prayer. And really, anytime you connect in and work with spirit, a prayer, I feel, is essential to really set your intention of why you're doing it. So as I said before, component of prayer is who you're talking to, why you're talking to, and to thank them. So when I begin to channel, I say a prayer that also includes that I ask only higher beings of light and love connect with me. And the reason um, for that is to um, kind of set a one-way channel to, to that type of higher energy. And then I ask that this connection be for our understanding, our healing, and our growth. Growth. And I also ask that I be a clear channel for God's healing words. And then I say, thank you. So in that prayer, I've kind of addressed all three, who, why, and thank you. So in channeling, You don't know what words will come through because the words are not yours. That's why it's difficult to remember what you said in channel because they weren't your words to start off with. There was no process in your mind putting things together where you'd have kind of like a memory of it. It's just the word comes in, it goes back out again. So when you first start to channel, there is an energetic shift happening, a blending of energies, and you need to back up. Um, kind of energetically speaking, kind of back up and give control over, so to speak, of people, of the, the, the end energies that you are channeling. So there'll always be a brief moment when you don't have to say what they are giving you. So you are never forced to speak for them and don't think that you ever are. And if you ever feel like you are, then make a disconnection. So they'll never force you. It's always your will to allow them to speak through you. So even though you may not know who you're channeling at first, there are some guidelines to know that you're channeling a higher energy of light. And here are some of the, of the aspects of being with a higher energy. Number one is respect. So who you are channeling should never, quote, take you over uh, or bother you outside of your channeling time. Uh, The council does not interact with me if I'm not in channel. And I love that because I think it's just so respectful. They're there when there's a purpose, when they have uh, an opportunity to speak, to help somebody, then they're always there for me. Uh, But they don't bother me outside of channel. Uh, Number two is quality of information. So although spirit is using our, our skills of vocabulary and knowledge, there should be times when you are bringing through information that is new. If you're always uh, channeling the same information over and over again, it may not be coming from a higher source because they'll always want to teach. They'll always want um, to stretch you, uh, to help you grow, as well as the recipient that's getting uh, the information. So, uh, So if you're just kind of regurgitating the same stuff over and over again, I would question who you are connected to. Um, so, number three is delivery. So, the information coming through should always be supportive, loving, and non judgmental. So, spirit will never give you a direct order or say you have to do something. They may suggest it, but free will is highly regarded on the other side. Part of why we are here is to experience the journey. So, spirit will guide, advise, support, and encourage. Uh, spirit won't make decisions for us. And uh, number four is topics. so the type of information coming through often helps not only the people listening or reading the information the the channeled information but it often helps the channel too and Spirit often gives messages that will help more than one person. Uh, so we're just going to take a quick uh, break right now and stay with me and we'll move on to the next uh, point.
0: Voice America
1: 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca.
0: Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
1: are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi,
2: everyone. Uh, Thanks for staying with us. So we were talking about uh, knowing when you are connected to a higher energy of light, when you're channeling, and the uh, aspects of of their energy. And we talked about respect, uh, the quality of the information, uh, delivery, how they put the information together, the topic. Uh, that often um, it's for more than one person. And number five is purpose. So there is a purpose to the message coming through. And often messages will help people to heal or to reinforce a principle. Spirit works when there is a purpose. Um, My channeling didn't happen until I had an audience. The first time I channeled was in front of my class. So there was a purpose, a message to be given. So if you've been sitting by yourself, um, trying to channel on your own, um, keep in mind that sometimes um, you need to have an audience uh, besides yourself. And so there are different ways that, that you can do that. And I'll address that a little bit later. Um, so when I first started uh, to learn to channel, I saw a friend channel and give messages. Both Diana Burness and Moira Hawkins were immense inspirations for me. It's always great to have an example of a good channel. So you kind of know what you're aspiring uh, to. And definitely Diana and Moira uh, fit that bill. Um, I not only uh, personally experienced healing because of their channeled words, they showed me what was possible. So I'm hoping through this episode that I am um, maybe the inspiration for you to let you know that you can absolutely do this. It it is who you are to be um, accessible to this higher knowledge and to be the conduit for healing for people here and for yourself. There's no reason why you can't learn to do this. Um, But you do need to have an open mind. Uh, open your mind to your own potential. So some people put limits on this. You know, um, oh, I won't be able to, you know, maybe channel Jesus or something like that. Well, why can't you? You know, your limit to channeling is really self-imposed because everything is accessible for you. It really is God's gifts to you that knowledge is accessible for everyone. So if I can do it, you can do it. Um, if it's part of your purpose here to channel, it will happen for you and in the way that is best for you. Uh, if you if you want a broader audience than yourself, consider sharing your channels in a blog. Um, That way you have readers for your information and the spirit knows who will be reading your blog. So that's a good way to get your information out there as well as uh, if you're recording your voice, you can also make a YouTube video and and there are plenty of channels um, uh, making their messages uh, available to everyone in that way. So with uh, the Internet, there's so much more available to us. Um, I started sitting in a small circle with my husband and my friend, my friend, Deb, and we sat weekly for about a year. Now, none of us knew what we were doing, but we asked spirit to guide us. And sometimes we spoke words, but mostly we just sat. They kept telling us that we were trying too hard, but we didn't know any different. That's why it's good to get into a channeling circle with successful channels who want to teach. They will show you the way they will. They will help you. Uh, kind of get over those hurdles. Uh, when you sit to channel, um, there needs to be a blending that occurs between you and the higher energy. Uh, This can take time to be successful enough to speak words. So you need to practice sitting and blending with this higher vibration. Learn to do this first and then the speaking will come. And often this is what will happen. You will go to channel, maybe in a group setting in your circle, and you will feel the energies coming close to you and it will be too difficult for you to say a word. That is totally normal. Um, You just need to have some patience. So sometimes when we're blending with a higher vibration, Vibration. And this can happen uh, if we're um, practicing healing, um, you know, in other modalities, uh, uh, can produce symptoms uh, such as, as, you know, rapid breathing. All of a sudden your breathing will increase. Uh, sometimes your heart starts to beat faster. And at this point, a lot of people will stop channeling. They'll say, Oh, I don't like to feel like that. That doesn't feel good to me. I'm going to stop doing it. No, you're just, you're just. Uh, blending with a higher vibration so of course your energy field is going to be affected by it it's just it's it's natural it may not always be this exaggerated as when you first start out because you're not quite uh, um, acclimatized to them can I say so it's just like there's, there's a learning curve there how much they need uh, to be close to you and 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 your resistance and all that kind of stuff so um, it, it takes time to sit and, and and blend with them. So rapid breathing, rapid heart rate, sometimes you'll get a feeling of buzzing on the body or pressure in the heart or around the head. Uh, sometimes you'll feel an expansion of your body parts. Sometimes uh, people feel their body getting bigger or their hands getting bigger or their head getting bigger. Uh, rapid eye movement. Sometimes your eyes, usually when we learn, we keep our eyes closed um, because it um, helps us concentrate and get rid of the distractions. Uh, but you may find your eyes fluttering. Uh, so you may have involuntary movement of the head the hands, legs, and feet. So sometimes things just move on their own. Again, it's just the energy moving through you. It's just what the energy is doing to you. Uh, with time, you'll notice the this as kind of a pattern, and you will use it to recognize when spirit is with you. Um, so, But when you are in channel, you need to remain as still as possible, and this is true for meditation as well. Try not to move the body, but if the energy wants you to move, let it. Otherwise, you'll be thinking too much about not moving. And I went through that stage myself because when I first started to channel, I had all these symptoms and my hands were doing all these weird things and I tried to keep my hands still and that hampered my channeling because all I could think about is what are my hands doing? So eventually I just laid them on my lap and tried to relax and allow um, the words to come to me and not to focus on that too much uh these movements should be more kind of like little ticks that happen and it's just energy um so do not um, take on demonstration of character. And what I mean by that is you don't have to become a persona. Like it's a big acting thing. Um, this is not the purpose and is not necessary of channeling. Often the ego wants to prove to someone that you are channeling another entity. And so they take on these characteristics. Um, you know, when I was in England, I saw some channels work. And definitely, um, they would be very upset if they saw the students doing that. They just don't accept that as good channeling. So, again, you may have those energetic ticks. Um, things may happen, your eyes may move, like stuff like that. Your voice may change, um, but you're not going to take on this big dramatization. Um, so, sometimes the same energy. Um, will be more exaggerated on certain channels than others. So sometimes I notice that myself. Maybe my heart will race more one time than another. And what I feel is happening is, is that they're kind of ramping up the energy to connect to yours. Like maybe your energy is low that day. Or it could be that you're learning. Or maybe you need the demonstration that spirit is actually with you. Maybe you need to have dramatic energy changes and haven't noticed you go oh I'm channeling because I can I can see that I'm different so there's all different reasons why that is happening but don't let it stop you from channeling it will moderate over time Um, so just like meditation you need to relax and allow the blending to occur if you are tense then there's a resistance and then the full blending may not happen so, it's kind of like a, a a battle with yourself. It's like how relaxed can I be, but still present um, in order to be able to speak So it took many years of practice um, for me to be able to channel with little demonstration. At first, it was pretty crazy. Um, there was lots of stuff going on when I was channeling. It was very overwhelming. Um, To feel that that vibration so close to me, but they got to know me and I got to know them over time. And it became less noticeable, but I can still feel it when they're there. So um it will feel different depending on um who I channel as well. Um but I always start with the same, the same markers I call them. And this may happen for you too, that you know this is a channeled energy as opposed to a loved one or or a different modality that you're used to, as in healing or whatever. So when I first start with my channeling, I always see the same color. Um I also see their energy approach me. So this is with um, my eyes closed. I will see their light coming in and then I will feel them. And that also, that can come in many different ways, but you know, the breathing, the heart rate, the buzzing, all that kind of stuff. Um, sometimes you can describe this feeling as, as feeling kind of jittery, Um uh, so this is how I learned to trust, is every time I went to channel, it was the same. And even now, when I start to go into channel, I will still see the same blue energy connect with me. And then I know that they're here, that they're looking out for me, and I can let it go and allow... um whoever i kind of use them as a gatekeeper you could call it um to allow other energies to also come in who may not be part of the channel and i have channeled animals fairies uh jesus higher energies um but that's only because i've learned to trust and i've allowed it to happen see we're always in our own way um, so now I trust completely, and I know that whoever comes through me will be perfect to whoever I'm giving the message to. And I can really relax now, but you know, it, it's a journey of trust. Uh, definitely fear will close it down, because spirit does not want to increase your fear. That is the last thing spirit wants to do. And if they feel um, that you're very scared about what's happening, um, and there's a lot of resistance um, then they'll back away, you know, it won't be successful. And again, not, non-judgment because this happens for everybody. So you have to ask yourself, is this something that I want? Is this something that I want to learn how to do? Definitely you're in control. So once you sat um, and you say your prayer and spirit comes next to you and you're blending with spirit, um, you, can't, you can actually wait too long before you try to speak. Um, they may retreat as they know you aren't going to, to speak. So um, so what I say to people is between one and three minutes is average. Again, I don't like to put rules on anything. Um, so allow yourself to blend with them and sit and be sk- still and relax and clear your mind. And just allow the blending to happen first. Uh, Don't jump too quickly into getting words. Just blend with them. And this could be between one and three minutes, maybe a little bit longer. You know, it takes courage to speak because, you know, our ego doesn't want to be wrong. Our ego doesn't want to do something that's embarrassing. And, um, you know, at first there's resistance to speaking. And, you know, you just have it's like a, a leap of faith each time. I also learned to trust because um, I could see the value of the messages coming through. I could see it helping people and the messages were good. So it was very supportive of me continuing channeling. So I encourage um, uh, those of you who are first learned to channel um, to learn to channel to voice first as opposed to writing uh, if you're writing already, then that's fine. But if you're just starting out, learn to channel to voice first. Um, there is um, no physical need to hold a pen. and so you can really focus on letting go and allowing that full blending to happen. Um, there because there is a balance to how much you let go uh, because they still need your voice. and definitely I kind of played with that. How much can I do I need to back up to allow it to happen? Because it's a team. Effort. It's you and them together. This is the point of channeling. So we're going to continue talking about that uh, right after the break. Stay with us.
0: This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
1: Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. The
0: Voice America Seventh Wave Channel Be extraordinary, be the change.
1: Are listening to School of Miracles Radio? If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone.
2: Uh, Thanks for staying uh, with me. Uh, Just before break, uh, uh, this uh, show's topic is about channeling, and we're talking about it being a team effort. So this is something that I learned through channeling that indeed it's not just um, spirit passing passing uh, uh, through you; they're they're blending with you. Um, You're working together, and they're also teaching you that this is where the strength is, um, and the fact. That we work together. So yes, we want when we're channeling for the information to flow unimpeded. Uh, again, without um, our control on it. Um, but it's it, it's a team effort. We're working together because you can back up too far, and then there is no no voice happening. Um, so, and this is different than people who go into full trance and actually. Um, they're using their body. This is a different type of thing. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, um, you know, conscious uh, channeling. Um, So you're not out in a trance. You don't remember what you say, that it leaves you very quickly because they're not your words, but you're still present. Um, So uh, when I get people started to channel, I'll guide them. Um, So they'll be sitting and we'll put on some of that soft music in the background and I'll ask them, um, you know, to calm themselves down, to center themselves and to clear their mind. And then I'll ask spirit to uh, come near them. So this starts the blending process and this is something that you can ask them ahead of time if you're practicing alone to, to come, cause please don't talk to them when you are learning to channel. You say it at the beginning, uh, with your prayer and then don't talk to them for the rest of the time. Remember, this is one way communication. Uh, if you start to talk to them, Before you um, say something, in essence, you're not deep enough into the channel. You're too conscious. You're too present. You want to really back up and allow them center stage. So I'll say things like, um, you know, uh, we ask spirit to come close and a little bit closer And a little bit closer still giving the person time for spirit to get closer and closer and closer to them to blend and the people who are blending with spirit will start to feel. Uh, spirit near them they'll start to maybe their eyes will blink or you know all those markers I talked about maybe they'll see a specific color maybe they'll see a specific picture different things will happen for different people but you need time for that to blend so you know I said before between one and three minutes maybe a little bit longer when you're first starting out and then once the blending has happened I'll guide them and ask them to speak the first word that comes to them now this can be very difficult to do because the energy can be very strong and you don't know how it should be when you're first starting out so you're feeling all this uh, pressure and all these kind of weird feelings because spirit is blended with you and then you have to speak so it can be you know um, kind of like and, and then you'll worry about the word that you're about to say so you kind of like have that internal um, battle going on is this a good word is that or not not a good word Um, But what I say to people is forget all that and just move into the energy of receiving. So don't try, don't push, don't reach for spirit. They're already there. Now, different visualizations can help you to receive and help you to back up and allow them to take center stage. When I'm channeling, I feel like I'm standing to the side and behind myself so I am the witness to what is happening. And this is a process. This is something that has happened over time. This is how I feel it is when it's happening. Now, sometimes during the channel, um, I myself, so Heather, will have an independent thought. So I'll I'll let spirit speak through me and they'll say something. And in my mind, I'll say, you know, I'll have a thought like, wow, I like that or that was cool. It's kind of like I'll have this independent thoughts sometimes while I'm in channel it's not something I do often but every once in a while um me will will be there now um you won't be able to speak um from you while you're channeling because they're speaking and it's a totally different energy you won't be able to break through and have you say something Um, but what I'm saying is you can be the witness to what is happening and your consciousness is still there and witnessing the channel So during the channel, the energy of you and spirit form a unique energetic bond. You won't be able to speak from only yourself until you break the connection. In time, you'll realize you are channeling. But at first, you will find yourself relying on your own thoughts because it feels more natural for you and also because you think you need to control what is happening you don't trust yet so a mixture of their thoughts and words and your own can happen at the beginning as you move in and out of the energy because your connection is not strong again, strong yet so let's say you've blended a word comes to you 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 say the word and then you kind of come out of the channel you're not deep anymore you know, so there your thoughts can get in and then you have to kind of let go again, allow them to blend with you. And so it, it can be a bit like that at the beginning, but in time you'll get the hang of it. So at first you need to get yourself out of your own way and allow it to happen. The hardest, the hardest thing is to say the first word while blended with the higher energy. Um, then another word will come and then you say that. If you don't say the first word, you may not get another. Sometimes the first word can be a bit strange. Uh, it doesn't matter what the word is. I had someone say peanut butter. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's You're just getting the flow going. Spirit will guide you in the right direction. They'll give you the words to go where they want you to go in this message. So don't worry about the first words. Um You'll learn in time that the, the words that you're saying are theirs, but you won't trust that at the beginning. So how do you get these words? So these words come in usually like a thought. So you'll just get a word. As I said before, maybe do that, that uh, practice of breathing in and out to clear your mind and then let go and allow that word to come in. Um So, at first, you may juggle with the first word you 'll get a word and then you 'll kind of say to yourself i don 't like that one, give me another and then you 'll wait for a new word and then you 'll work for you know wait for another word and i don 't know what word you're you 're waiting for, but there 's th- this kind of juggle going on because you 're not quite you 're not quite sure how it 's supposed to be, and you don 't want to be wrong. Um, so very much, it's kind of like a battle of the ego, really, when, um, all you need to do is just say the first word and the next one will come. When you do get the correct word or the word that is coming from spirit, it will seem strong. It will seem right. You won't want to look for another word. You will just know that's the word. And I'm going to start with that word. You don't know where they're going. You don't know what the next word is going to be. That's not the point. The point is you just say the word. So you will learn how it is for you and you will um, recognize that feeling when it comes. I know I do. Uh, So just go with it. Uh, Don't look for a word, okay? So there you're trying too hard and you're reaching out and you're saying, oh, is the word gonna flash by my visual field? Am I gonna pretend like I'm reading and then a, a word is gonna show up? Trust me, I tried all that stuff because I didn't know how it was supposed to be. Do none of that. Your job is to relax and wait. That's it. And a word will come. And then you say the word. And then you wait. And then you say the next word. And before you know it, you may say two words in a row. But you'll hardly ever say a complete sentence It's usually a group of words, a group of words, a group of words, or one word, one word, one word, because it's not about formulating the entire sentence in your mind and then saying it. That is not channeling. That is you uh, coming up with something and saying it. So trust is saying a word, saying a couple of words, saying the next couple of words. That's how channeling is. And in time, the gaps between that will become less sometimes, but it depends. Every channel's a little bit different, and everyone channels a little bit differently. So don't think about how it's fitting together when you're saying the words. Sometimes you'll just say adjectives, like kind, love, friendly, and to you it's not making any sense. That's not the point. The point is you're learning how to channel. So at first you're going to say words like Love, light, rainbows, these are the types of words that will probably come to you because they're easy words to say. There's no risk in saying these words. Um, So don't, you know, want to jump in and be this advanced channel right at the beginning. You know, there are steps to becoming a a good channel and you will start like this. Um, As you progress, different words that could be interpreted as difficult will come. And then it's your choice if you want to say them. Uh, For example, I remember the first time, the first word in my channel was unfortunately, you know, and I'd been channeling long enough, I thought, no, I trust I know where they're going with this. And where they were going was, uh, they were saying, unfortunately, the person that we wanted to give a message to tonight is not here, but we wanted to say how well they were doing. So you see, it was a positive message, but it started with kind of a weird word but I trusted, and it came out okay. So as you progress, you'll see the types of words that you say change, and there'll be more risk. And it actually got to a point where I allowed the audience to ask me questions, which was like more of a risk as well, because they're more specific, they're more to the point, And, you know, the ego doesn't want to be wrong. But I trusted that spirit would give me the answer. And so now I'll channel for groups, but also for individuals. And that's what I do in my life uh, channel uh, readings. So uh, what else can I say here? Um, Yes. So if you do not like who you are blended with and don't like the messages that are coming out, then just stop. Just make a disconnection and say, well, we'll start another day. But for today, that doesn't feel right for me because you're part of the process. And if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Um, What I would do is ask spirit to send you someone else from God's messengers of higher knowledge and light. So be specific of who you are channeling. Um, So if you don't feel comfortable in the type of messages that are coming through, um, just disconnect Start it at another day or time, but don't let it stop you from channeling. This is just part of the process. This happens sometimes, okay? Don't let um, a seemingly um, uh, uh, bad experience stop you from working with spirit, okay? Uh, Just keep going. Now, you may see pictures or colors when you are channeling. And when you are learning, it's best not to focus on them. Um, Never comment on them. So if you're channeling, you're not going to say something like, I'm seeing a picture of a rainbow. No, that's you talking. That's you thinking. Spirit doesn't talk like that. Okay? So you may see a picture. It may support what you're talking about, or it may be like a message for the person uh, later on when you come out of channel. Um, But if you're seeing pictures, it's more like a support Um, and so, you know, again, you have to be up to things changing because at first I didn't see pictures and now I do. And I had to figure out how am I incorporating these, these pictures, um, into the messages. And we'll talk more about that, uh, when we come back from break. So stay with us. Thanks.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network.
1: Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice
0: America Seventh Wave Channel Seek greater awareness.
1: listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Hi, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Okay. Now, before break, I was talking about sometimes when you're in channel, you may see pictures or colors. Uh, when you're learning, uh, it's best not to focus on them. So never comment on them. Um, They may be there as a support for you or for the person you are giving a message to. The other thing is you may not always channel the first person you channeled. The very first time I channeled, it was an angel. Uh, And then uh, many years later, the council came when I started to learn how to channel uh, more frequently. So that was just like a one-time workshop. So allow it to grow. Again, it's you that's limiting Uh, what can happen. So anything is possible. Uh, Now, sometimes when you're channeling, you may get different symptoms of an energetic change. So you may see, uh, feel things shift, or maybe a new person is coming forward in the energy, you still uh, maintain uh, blending, you still maintain being in channel, you don't come out of it, but you're just aware that there's a shift happening and you will learn with practice what is occurring. Um, I know after my father-in-law transitioned to the spirit world, I did a channel that night, and during, uh, so the council spoke for a little, and then I felt this huge change happening, and this feeling of joy, elation, love uh, came over me, and this whole group of angels came to tell me that they came to escort my father-in-law to the other side, and that he was Loved and with the angels now. It was so beautiful. Um, But because I'm open. To things changing and and different things happening I allowed that to happen so don't be too strict in your channel like it only has to be this way there is no other way can you be a little bit more fluid as long as who you are connected to is being respectful is 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 giving you the choice to speak or not and the messages are good keep going. Um so when you're filled with these emotions when you channel you can't speak and tell the person this is how you are feeling sometimes they'll feel it in the energy of the room but this is why like for me it's very difficult to uh, portray this um if you're doing it to the written word cuz how do you display emotions in the written words so sometimes I'll I'll explain Um, On my blog, I'll put in in brackets, uh, you know, the way I was feeling when this message came through. Now, sometimes my voice will change. I have learned that this is for the person receiving the message, not so much for me, it's for them. And sometimes people need to hear messages from spirit more softly, more slowly, and other people need to have it more direct, more strong, and I never know how it's going to be when I channel for people. Um, but I've learned over time that they moderate um, how they're presenting the information to the person, and what works best for them. Um, some people uh, take in learning differently. Uh, so, uh, so I'd like to talk about the council a little bit, and this is your pre-birth council. Uh, Whom I channel. So this is the group of ascended masters and higher beings of light that you approached uh, to have an experience here, to have this life here on this earth, on this physical plane. Uh, Nobody uh, approached you to have this life. So nobody is a victim. Uh, So what is an ascended master? So an ascended master is one who has walked the earth before and mastered a virtue or a discipline. Uh, There are many who who sit on the council, who comes through to speak to you, maybe in a private reading, maybe different than uh, when the council speaks to me, depending on what it is you have come to do. So I use this as an example that if you've come here to learn patience, then you'll have an ascended master on your council who has learned that who, you know, how did you learn to be patient in a physical expression? And they'll uh, be using their expertise to guide you through your life to achieve that. So uh, I've also channeled uh, Jesus as well. And I believe he also is part of the council. So when I first started, Um, I was told uh, not to receive pictures when channeling. So I learned over time that this doesn't work for me. And uh, that when I do see a picture... I often share it with the group or the individual because it allows them to understand the concept of what spirit was talking about in a visual way. And some people carry visual things longer with them than words. And I know for me, I'm very much a visual learner. I need to kind of see it before I understand it more than read it. So, uh, so I learned that the picture I was getting was for that purpose. Uh, Now, sometimes pictures aren't necessary, so don't worry if you don't get pictures. Um, But I would encourage you to share the pictures with the the person that is um, receiving the message after you've come out of channel. Uh, So so to focus on getting a picture, uh, what I started to do was, in my mind's eye, Um, Oftentimes this is the way I start a channel when I give private readings. I'll imagine them standing on a path. And this is just a way to me to focus, to clear my mind, for spirit to give me a picture Sometimes uh, the terrain will change. Sometimes somebody else will meet them on the path. Maybe they'll have uh, a different expression on their face. Something will happen to let um, me share with uh, the person later how their energy is right now. So this is what your pre-birth counsel is most interested in, how you are right now. Not about the future, not about what's going to happen in the future. It's right now. What are you doing? How are you? Uh, How are you being? What are you thinking? This is what they're most interested in. Uh, So here are some principles from, from the council. So, they represent you at the soul level. So the soul wants to experience, develop the virtues through all circumstances and, and grow. Okay, now there's a conflict because the soul just wants to experience things um, and wants to know, not just uh, witness something, but like I lived it, I understand it. Uh, what we want here is we want to be happy and content The soul wants to experience, learn, and grow. That's why there feels sometimes like there is a conflict. Why would I plan this life? Why would I plan this difficult life? Because we're representing the soul here, and the soul wants to learn and grow. So not moving forward makes us unhappy. And learning and growing makes us happy. Because we are representing the soul here, and the soul wants to move forward. Life is movement. Anytime you have felt stuck in your life, you know that you, didn't, you, you weren't very happy. So uh, the other thing that the, that the council teaches is respect. So think of those who love you. How do they treat you? They love you no matter what. This is so true of spirit too. Uh, and uh, something else from the council is uh, oftentimes they talk about the past. The past has already happened. And they want people to focus on now. What's happening now? Please let the past go. All learning has already occurred. Focus now and what your next step is. This should be what your focus is in your life. You are not here to fix other people. You are here to find out who you are and to be that. So what makes you happy? The heart knows. Start doing more of that. The heart will tell you when you're having those moments of joy, elation, where you feel like your life has purpose. Follow your heart. Your heart doesn't lie. Sometimes you need new experiences to find it. Um, If you're always doing the same things, the same environment, seeing the same people, it may be hard to find your joy. Get out of your comfort zone. That's what the world is for. The world is here for you. The other thing they say is that you're unique. Uh, only you can do what you came to do. The world needs your part. Uh, sometimes others are waiting for you. So again, time time is relative. Um, the other thing they say is stop listening to what others tell you you should do. Um, know yourself the best. Trust that knowing. Uh, the only way to help others is to love them. Accept them, do what you can, and be the best healed self you can be. Once you develop forgiveness for others, you need to apply this to yourself. Sometimes ourselves is the last frontier. Uh, Oftentimes I see people, um, it's too hard taking that next step. So people focus on all kinds of things, and this creates anxiety about the future. Your job is now, and focus on what you need to be doing now. Let the future take care of itself. Most people know what it is they should be doing right now. Um, Your free will is choosing to come into this life, but also uh, your choice in how you want to view your circumstances. All circumstances is for your benefit. Sometimes you come back to help others. It's not always about you uh, needing to learn something. Sometimes you understand and you come back to share that with others. Um, you understand that being in service will make you happy. You want to extend God's love. You know, we all fit together. Everyone plays their part. Even nature and animals are in service. Uh, In service uh, means your life is for others. Uh, so uh, be happy, be at peace. This uh, uh, affects the world and your environment more than you realize. God bless and stay, uh, stay with uh, the program for next week Well, we'll be learning something else, okay? Have a good week.
1: Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you.